Alright. We're doing this. Ladies and gentlemen, today on the Friends Without Benefits Midnight Radio Extravaganza Show, we have no guidelines. We have no topic. We're just flying by the seat of our pants. We got Ninja Beats. You got two microphones and some daycare cookies. Daycare cookies. We're going to see what the fuck happened. You, you've just crumbled all over the fucking floor. No, just my jeans. No, I saw it fall onto the floor. I'm looking at the crumb onto your left. Yeah, see that big ass thing? You're going to crumple. Jeez. Already off to a rocking start. Here we are, folks. We have no outline this week. We, I mean, we don't really ever have an outline, but we usually have a topic. We were originally going to talk about depression, and I think that we're going to try to not talk about that. Who knows? It, it, we might fucking get there anyways. Um, Ninja, what's going on in your world? Motherfucking nothing. Jesus Christ. Motherfucking nothing at all. See. Okay. Motherfucking nothing. Alright. Um, well that makes for good at radio. Yeah, because you can't see shit, so you don't know how boring my nothingness is. Yeah. Um, so I heard you got fired from your job. Well, we don't know yet. We'll find out tonight. To be continued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen any good shows recently? Um, yeah, actually. Who'd last, you see? Last week after our show. Um, what show? Our radio show. Oh god. <laughs> this show. Yeah. I was like this, what show? This did, show. I was like what show did we play? No, after I, um, there. I saw this female British rapper mm. called Kate Tempest. She was dope as fuck. Tempest. She she had the coolest things to say that I've ever heard. Like it recently. Was it like her accent that made it cool? No, no, or? no, no. She just had really good things to say. First of all, she kept screaming, "This is real." Oh. Throughout her set. Do we get royalties on that? I, I asked her, actually, at the end of the show. I didn't ask her for royalties, but I walked up to her. I was like, yo. Uh, Have you heard of Friends Without Benefits? Yeah. We're on a I blog her, in I gave Ireland. I sticker and told her who we were. And she thought it was awesome that that was our album title. And she's like the most common-looking British chick. She's like, there's nothing like flashy or extravagant about her. She's very plain and ordinary-looking, which actually i thought played to her advantage mm-hmm. like her wardrobe wasn't cool like gaudy or anything like that like she wore jeans and like a t-shirt yeah and actually i was running backstage that night and i had to let her in and she came up to me and i told her i'm like oh i need to see her wristband blah blah blah, like the whole spiel and she actually like she showed it to me when backstage and when she got on stage later i was like oh that was the headliner <laughs> like oops nice. but um she had one quote which i loved because she'd do like two songs and then she'd do a spoken word piece in between. Oh, okay. And she had this one spoken word piece. And she repeated this line a number of times. It was, as long as you keep doing things for other people's opinions, you will never be more than afraid. <laughs> and she had a whole spoken word piece about screens, too. It's fucking brilliant. She was so good. Um, and we were just, me and my boss were watching her and we were thinking to ourselves how... We're like, this isn't even her show. Like, she's playing at a 21-plus crowd. 
if she played in front of a bunch of like 15 to 19 year old kids, they were just going to eat that shit up. She was just on point. And then another show I saw, I went to uh, a local hip hop show at the Honey Hive. And I saw the owner of the Honey Hive play with his that? rap group. They're called Bottled Water. Who's the, uh, okay, Bottled Water. Where they weren't in a drought. <laughs> no, nah, they were awesome, though. They, it was a two-piece rap crew. Um, Can it be a crew with two people? Yeah, I think I think once you're not one, you're a crew. It's a rap duo. <laughs> rap duo, rap crew. So we're a crew. We are a crew. We're the Friends Without Benefits crew. We may not roll that deep, but, you know, nobody fucks with us. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a good one. Oh yeah, bottle of water. They were tight. They were they were super sick. Um, just had that ferocity. What kind of hip hop? Who uh, would you compare it to? Like very politically charged. You know, they were rapping about a lot of political issues, but their beats were just really gritty and like hard. And it was the kind of beats that I really like. Not quite ninja beats. A little faster. I mean, most things are faster than ninja. Beats. Yeah, but no, like they, they just had enemy? that ferocity. It reminded me of like Aesop Rock or um, maybe who did I keep comparing them to? Public Enemy. <laughs> they, they had one song where I was just like, oh, you guys sound so much like this group. Oh, uh, Flatbush Zombies. They sounded a lot like the Flatbush Zombies. But oh. they weren't all, like, writing about, like, horror shit. Like, Flappers Zombies write about, like, oh, I'm a zombie. I'm going to eat your face. And they were, like, more like, the metaphysical symbology behind the government is blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the kind of shit they were saying. And I was just nice. standing there in a room with, like, maybe 15 people, like, oh, my God. This is so good. <laughs> they actually showed interest in possibly playing with us. So it was tight. What about you? What what shows have you seen in the past week that have uh, really blown your mind? Well, good question. I um, yeah, I saw Cool Ghouls Gremlin Meat Market in Edwards Crossing, and uh, Meat Market is really good. I enjoy them a lot. Um, I like Edwards Crossing a lot. Um, yeah, I thought those guys did a really good job. I uh, went and saw this Commune SF show a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, at Elbow Room, and there was it was what Fun Life was. Or no, no, it was Never Young, and. Useless Eaters and Culture Abuse. Mm -hmm. What would you think of Culture Abuse? Culture, those guys are sick. Culture Abuse kicks ass. Um, I really dug that. That was a lot of fucking fun. Um, good pit. Um, I think there's actually a picture of me. Um, like, <laughs> I'm in my Daniel Bryan Yes t-shirt. And, like, there's a pit going on behind me, and I'm right up front with my hands up in the air, like, yes! <laughs> Just, like, fucking goober. I uh, love when those pictures surface. Yeah. Um, and that was a lot of fucking fun. And it gave me, like, those shows gave me some hope. Um, or at least those bands gave me some hope. Of, like, um, just some more 
don't know, more high energy music and performance. Mm -hmm. Like it was, uh, it was super nice actually. Um, I really like that commune SF party or whatever. It's a free monthly party. Yeah, it's all about getting people or getting tobacco out of sponsoring music shit, which I'm for. I hate smoking. I'm going to go on record and say it. I fucking hate cigarettes. Yeah, I no hate fan. tobacco. I think it's, it's like, you have your right to do whatever. But like, I'd rather be around somebody smoking crack or meth than, or like, f- like fuck your cigarettes. And, and you know what else? Fuck these smokers that come out, A, want to bum a cigarette, and B, don't have a fucking lighter. What are you doing? Like, when I smoked a ton of greens, guess what? I always had a goddamn lighter because I knew I was going to be smoking something. Like, I hate this shit, and I also hate the fact that a lot of people go to shows, and they're not even spending, like, they'll spend 20 bucks to get into the fucking show, and they're just spending all the time outside smoking, bullshitting. Like, I don't get it. I don't get the culture, and that's why I'm glad commune sf is around try to well and this is the fucking weird thing too is like all the bands that were playing at commune were all goddamn smokers like go figure um but yeah like i man fuck tobacco it's funny you say that um i was having a chuckle with my boss yesterday because some guy walked up to him and asked if he could bum a smoke Like on the street, some guy that my boss had never met before, and he said like, "Oh, this is my last one." Yeah. And as soon as the guy left, I made the joke like, "Is that really your last cigarette?" And he's like, "Actually, yes." <laughs> but the other thing I wanted to say was, um, As we, as America anxiously awaits what Ninja has to say. <laughs> yeah, we'll play some music and hopefully I'll remember the story by the time I get back. <laughs> <laughs>
more ninja beats. Now I remember my story while, while we were gone. Um, we were talking about how disgusting fucking cigarettes are. Don't smoke, fuckers. Um, so, it, if this doesn't get you to quit smoking, I don't know what will. Like, as you probably know, nicotine is one of the most addictive substances on the face of the earth. Second only to, uh, I was going to make a bad joke there. Keep going. <laughs> um, so... I'm sitting out in front of my old job. I used to work at a hotel downtown. And I'm sitting out on the sidewalk one day before work just chilling. And this homeless guy, you know the uh, the cigarette buckets that they have? Like yeah. the ashtrays. So dude walks up to the bucket because it's like a foot or two away from me. Homeless dude just yanks the top off. <laughs> Starts digging through it. Mm-hmm. Finds the like cigarette with the most shit on the end of it as possible. The longest bag. Yeah. Lights it up and fucking smokes it. Oh, it's yeah. it's been sitting in a bucket with tons of stubbed out cigarettes with God knows whose DNA on them. Mm-hmm. And this dude just doesn't give a fuck. He just wants like a nick fix that bad. So he pulled it out, lit it up right in front of me, and I like wanted to throw up right there on his shoes. Yeah. Um, and like, I understand like there's addiction things and sometimes, you know, like you gotta have that fix or whatever. Um, actually let's, I'll be honest. I don't understand that. I don't understand that addiction other than like, I am addicted to wrestling, but I also know that like, if I don't have wrestling, like I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to get shaky. Yeah. It's reasons like that, that I totally understand the straight edge movement. Like I myself, am not straight edge. But when I see people doing dumb shit like digging through butt buckets for a fucking fix, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I get why these dudes never wanted to be like that. Which yeah. is why that Teen Idols song, which is truly the first straight edge punk rock song ever, uh, it's called I Drink Milk. <laughs> and that was the whole point of it. That's why Ian MacKay wrote it. He said, like, like, you know, it's like, I don't smoke, I don't do coke, I drink milk. Nice. That was the whole point of the song. Yeah, dude, I'm. I I'll, I'll be honest. I am a little bit bummed that I I'm not straight edge anymore. Um, a little bit. I. What bums me out more is the fact that like I have a hard time being social if I don't have a drink or two in me. Like that's what bums me out. Because I used to, it didn't matter. Like, I was proud that I didn't need shit. And I'd just go be a doofus. You know, I'm like, oh, I'll talk to anybody. I don't give a shit. Like, hey, I'm giving out free hugs. Come on. You know, like. You were that guy. Oh, I loved it. I fucking loved it. And I felt like I could get away with anything because I was sober. And I was like, yeah, I'm not even fucked up. And now, like, I'm at this point where, like, if I'm sober, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to stay in my room. It's not after, like, one or two drinks that I'm like, okay, let me start talking to people now. And, like... See, I just hate everybody. (laughs) Drinks don't change that. But it does open you up a bit. You might not... you, You might still hate everybody, but you're more sociable in your hatred. What's that? Okay. 
great. So straight edge. Let's talk about straight edge bands for a minute. Um, I don't, I don't know straight edge bands. Yes, you do. No. Fugazi was a straight edge band. Gee was a horrible drinker. Was he? So was Brandon. I never got that impression. I'm fucking. Like, I was gonna I say, know. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> they were. We were talking about cigarettes, you know. They were a band who. I've specifically heard stories where, like, Rolling Stone wanted to do a fucking piece on them. Oh, yeah. And they were like, cool, will you run an entire mag with no cigarette ads or alcohol ads? They were like, no. Like, cool, we're not doing your interview. Mm-hmm. Which is sick. Like, their straight-edge morals ran super deep. Yeah. And so I give them credit. Um, we mentioned the teen idols. Mm-hmm. And Minor Threat, obviously, is the big one. Um, my, when I think of straight edge, I obviously think of CM Punk, straight edge since day one. Uh, when, uh, uh, this is like, you lost your straight edge at like fucking 11 or something, right? I broke edge when I was 14. 14. Jeez Louise. I was never adamantly straight edge though. I had friends who were, at least when they were younger. Hmm. Those dudes all drink a lot now. <laughs> but um, we did, I mean, I, I've always liked a lot of straight edge punk. Have Heart was pretty sick. They're from Boston. Mm-hmm. It's funny because the last Have Heart show is like always online. You know, I always see it like pop up on YouTube and stuff. And they were playing at like the Bill Rico Women's Clinic, which is super like not far from where I came up. Mm-hmm. And this is a show like that has like, Hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. <laughs> it's just silly. That stuff's silly to me. But they were a great local straight edge band. A lot of the Boston bands were. Um, they were what was called hardline. Hard? Oh, were they the douchebags? Yeah. Edge? So like they they like enforced straight edge. It wasn't just like <laughs> oh you're edge, I'm not, or like what and like we'll all get along. Hardline was like, if they saw a dude drinking a beer at a show, they were going to fucking knock him out. Nice. And actually, I was at a uh, terror show. I'm sorry. Terror show at the Parkside a couple years back. And Terror is like a really adamantly straight edge band from Los Angeles. And some kid in the front row just like lit up a joint in the middle of the Parkside. And I just watched like security rip the dude over the barricades and just toss him out the fucking door. Because, you know, there's that door right there by the stage. Yeah, Yeah. they just fucking tossed him. Me and I was with Andrew, and we both just watched this whole thing. We're like, well, we're not going to light up a joint now. (laughs) Uh, I dig that. Yeah, it was was a good time. Uh, The, uh... The... Idealistic me still wishes that, uh... Oh no, I was kind of a dick when it came to straight edge. I was really a dick when it came like drinking. I was like, this is fucking dumb or whatever, like not for me. But it was smoking weed that sent me over. Well, smoking in general, but like weed and tobacco. I was just like, man, fuck you. I'm not gonna associate with you. I think you're a piece of shit. Like, and then go figure. I turned out to be a huge stoner for like. Well, that was me in ninth grade. Yeah. I made fun of kids who smoked weed. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. It's like, you're late. Uh huh. And that's like, honestly, a big part of the reason why I don't like a lot of the bands that 
um, a lot of people do is is just associated with stoner culture. And I was like, nope, fuck that. Stoners like it. I'm going to hate this shit. Like, and it still kind of holds true. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, why don't we blast some straight edge anthems here? Yeah, I'm going to play the CM Punk theme song. That's fine. That's a straight-edge anthem in its own regard, I guess. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, here we go. XX.
You want you want a real rap today? I mean, I thought that's what Ninja Beats is all about. Oh lord, it's gonna be one of those. Yo, sitting in front of a mic, hanging out on the radio, showing you what my style's like. I make this shit up as I go along. While I'm trying to think of the next dope rap song, you gotta share it. And it reads Travis Hayes. I've been fucking wearing that shit for three fucking days. That's why my clothes smell so bad. It's probably why I'm gonna make a real shitty dad. Because fucking kids and their fucking clothes, I only change them when it smells bad up in my nose. Because that shit smells like B.O. And I'm gonna go to the fucking stove. The laundromat. Popping mad quarters. I'm gonna go home and drink mad glasses of waters. That doesn't really make sense. Because why would you call it that? I don't know. But I'll beat that shit with a baseball bat. Get a pint glass. Fill it up with milk. Wash that shit down and it goes down smooth as silk. You got chocolate chip cookies? I get nookies. And I'm fucking finding your best friend and giving him noogies. <clears throat> it's pretty bad. I I might... Uh, e for effort. Um, uh, that was maybe the worst one I've ever heard you come up with. <laughs> You're usually pretty on point. That one was pretty bad. That was pretty fucking terrible, to be honest. Uh, but hey, it's better than what I could do. So, uh, I'll give you that. Thanks. Um, so let's see. We talked about shows. Talked about uh, Straight Edge. What shows are you looking forward to uh, that are coming up here? What shows am I looking forward to? Hmm. on a blank um well i mean we've got shows coming up we do have some good shows coming up i'm excited about those let's talk about the uh two we have next week this saturday we have one at music city it's free it's at 11 a.m in the morning (laughs) so if you want to start your saturday morning uh, it's a part of a balanced breakfast brunch starting in at 10 at Music City. We'll play at like 11. We're gonna, there's gonna be free bagels and fruit. We're bringing a whiskey. And uh, so there's that on Saturday. Then the week after that, on the 4th, we've got a show at Amnesia with our boys uh, from Denver called Rubedo. Rubedo. 
uh, on 20 sided records, local record label collective. And then the day after that, on the 5th of June at Piano Fight, our buddy Andy Strong is officially turning old. And uh, his band, the Damn Fanatics, are playing, and um, we are determined to crash their set and take over. So, uh, in the middle, well, we are. <laughs> in the middle of them playing, we're gonna knock them out. And this is the first time I'm hearing of this attack, but I'm ready to fuck those dudes up. They deserve it. Okay. Uh, Just fuck them. And well, and let's let's ask the real question here: What happened to Matt Grandy? What happened? To Matt Grandy. Nobody knows. If any of knows. you know what happened to Matt Grandy, please call our toll-free number 1-800-FWAB-BAN. 1-800-FWAB. 1-800-WHAT-THE-FUCK-HAPPENED-TO-MATT-GRANDY. It's way too many numbers. WTF Matt Grand. All right. Well, aside from our fucking shows. Well, I mean, I know you're excited about Refused. Yeah, I got I got an Alkaline Trio. I got Refused, Alkaline Trio, and Diarrhea Planet all coming up this week. Man, fuck that name. I'm sorry. I have nothing against that band. I mean, three guitars is too much. but like, I think they have four. Four guitars is even way more too much. But like it but is Don't you it, like broken social scene you fucking hypocrite? Um they've got trumpets. They have like eight and guitars. They're not called Diarrhea Planet. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm going to like I've got no no disrespect here, but there are two bands I'm going to put on blast right now is you've made the worst. Like I get that your name's memorable and there's something about that, but like Fuck the name Diarrhea Planet. Fuck the name Cum Stain. Both of those bands, I'm sorry. It's it's terrible. It's just fucking awful. Uh, and these are my opinions. You can send your hate mail to um, I don't give a fuck at yahoo.com. Um, so yeah, you got those shows coming up. Um, let's see here. What's on my calendar? Uh, I don't really have my, oh, there's a kick-ass show on the 19th of June at the Independent. Oh, yeah, how could we forget that? The Balance Breakfast Show, um, there's gonna be four kick-ass bands, uh, Bear Lincoln, Lords of Sealand, uh, Sunhop Fat, and Battle Hooch. It's gonna be a great fucking show. <laughs> uh... From what I heard, it's not just going to be a band and then a break and a band and a break and then a band and a break. It's going to be like once the music starts, the music doesn't stop uh, with the exception of an intermission. And even at the intermission, there will be like music outside. Um, So I would definitely go check that one out. Um, Oh, and then on the 15th of June, um, Jerks and Unity are playing at Bottom of the Hill. That's going to be a fucking good one. Um, both those bands kick ass. I think there's like two other bands. I forget who they are. But those are gonna, those are some I'm looking forward to. Sick. Those are all good. Looks like we both got a lot on our plate of live music experience this mm-hmm. week. Well, yeah. Or all this, next month. Yeah, coming up. <laughs> coming up. 
Um, speaking of the boys in Battle Hooch, they just released a new song. Have you listened to it? Uh, no, but maybe we should play it for our listening audience. Good old Grace of Lace is what it's called. Um, I, it's very Battle Hooch. If you aren't familiar with the hooch, drink it in, soak it up, listen to it. Um, oh, God. Don't don't take my song, please. You're giving away too much. Yeah. Um So yeah, here's here's fucking battle hooch. Here's a lot of battle hooch. Enjoy. The grace of life and a dreamed of place A taste of the oriental age A promise in mind, prolonged and divine Rips open the lust that waits at the fore At the front line, aching to step into terrain That was guaranteed, yet remains kept in the interweaving Chambers that pump and burst with the sweet concoction that fuels the thrill.
those guys are maybe I I think they're probably the best musicians that I know um, and just know how to put on a hell of a show um, watching AJ McKinley on guitar just uh, it's something else uh, he just fucking shreds man it's it's amazing yeah he's uh He's more machine than man at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've seen him shred in a dress. I've seen him shred as a minister. I've seen him shred as a psychedelic freak. (laughs) Uh, It it just shreds no matter what. Um, And just knows so much about music. Um, So, yeah. We're lucky to have him in our corner. Yeah. For some reason, he seems to enjoy oh us. God, I don't fucking get that one, but uh, that's fucking cool. I did get to, I did convince him the other day to listen to White Pony by the Deftones for oh, the first time ever. Pony up. So, hopefully, I opened up his mind. Nice. Have you, what, uh, I mean, you said you went back and have been listening to the Deftones a lot recently. Well, um, mainly that album. What uh? What else have you been listening to? Recently? Yeah. Dude, it's mostly just been the like the past week. It's pretty much just been the Deftones. Um, I've just been in one of those moods, and just that song. Maybe that's what we'll close out with today. But that song, Change. Uh, just the subtle genius within the production. There's just all these little things about it that is so good. And the funniest thing is, so I have this memory. I got so into it uh, my first semester of college ever. I don't know why, but I just remember loving it. And, like, it was one of my favorite songs to blast in my car, on my headphones, whatever the case may be. I remember one night, it was me, my friend Matt, and this girl that I really liked at the time who was in my neighborhood. And we were all driving home from something. And I put on change on my stereo mm-hmm. and like just blasted it super loud. Like you couldn't hear anyone talking. I wanted it silent, so I like just blast that song. And as soon as it ended, me and my friend Matt were both, wow, that song is just so fucking good. Like, and the girl in the backseat just goes, That was the most depressing thing I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 Which I get, like you know, I understand, but I that song is just, song. it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I mean, I never thought of it as a depressing song. I thought of it as a trippy song. I did have an experience where I stood on the face of a cliff and looked down at the school that I went to. Um, like the whole town was below this cliff and I was tripping on acid and listening to that song and everything was on a conveyor belt, like two conveyor belts going into the middle like folding inward and that's what i watched the town doing while i was just like standing there tripping sack and people don't understand how you can listen to that song tripping it's just it's one of those things yeah it doesn't make sense but it does so vote we close out with some deftones thank you all for listening well i mean we got we can play that song and we, we can come back no, that song's like five minutes. We're, we've still got another two to fill then. Damn it! All right. Yeah. Cut to the song. Go! Go! <laughs>
tones change. The house of flies off of White Pony. Um, it was always a good song listening to growing up. I loved it. I shouldn't have liked. And really, that's that's really the only Deftones song that I really knew for well, a very long time. You gotta explore time. more of their material, man. They got a lot of cool stuff. They're not afraid to be Weird. unique with their sound. Like I've always described them to the casual listener as like the Radiohead of metal, <laughs> because like they they're not afraid to be experimental. And uh, their singer Chino Marino is Chino Marino. <laughs> Uh, he is much like Tom York in the sense that he's not using his voice to convey some sort of deep message. In fact, if you read most Radiohead and Deftones lyrics, each verse is like one sentence. It doesn't rhyme. There's not really as much structure. They're just kind of like, you know, it's like one sentence and they just say it over the whole thing, like in like I, very ah, type of way. Uh-huh. I've actually never noticed that with uh, Radiohead, but nonetheless. Just look um, at Airbag. That's the best example. Just look at the lyrics to Airbag and how it's structured with the song. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, real quick, next week we'll have a special guest, uh, Kyle, and perhaps one or two other of the Down and Outlaws will be on the radio show. So, that's very cool. Uh, Ninja, you got anything? You got 10 seconds. Yeah, fuck the police. All right. On behalf of Ninja, I'm Cadet Edak. This is Friends Without Benefits. Thanks, BFF.FM, and we'll see you next week. Toodles.